Welcome back to another episode of Tailgate Season presented by the Cold Cans Network, where it is always a bad day to be a beer. I'm Logan sitting here with my co-host Jordan. And uh, Jordan, we had some little bit of Twitter chirping on, on your end from the Tiger fan base uh, the other day. Yeah, um, you know, I'm always down like we always end with, you know, if you want to just talk to us and tell us to go fuck ourselves or whatever, we enjoy the interaction. It doesn't bother us at all. And uh, no, I, I said something that I, I think you agree with. I don't I know. I obviously agree with it because I said it, but uh, about the Clemson <laughs> interests. Uh, I mean, it's great. I mean, it's cool. It's sure. cool. But is it like what everybody says it is? Hell nah. Man. Hell no. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. We, yeah, we've got yeah, some, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves here because we, we got something planned for that. Uh, but remember to give us five stars and a great review. We're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you click the Spotify one, make sure you click in the description on the link. You can leave us an up to one minute voicemail. Whereas Jordan just said, you can tell us what you like, what you didn't like, or if you just want to tell us, go fuck yourself. You can do that as well. Uh, so speaking of stadium entrances, Stop right into we want to have our top three ACC stadium entrances. Um, Jordan, if you want to start off first, go uh, reverse order three, two, one. Okay. Um, for the third one, uh, I'm going to go with. I, there's, there's, there's actually, I did a little bit of research on them, and some of them are actually cool. I, uh, I don't know if they're just like great. I don't know if they make the list. Um, Clemson's not going to make my list. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not putting it in there. Um, it's, I, I think my third one is going to be the Florida State Spear. I do like, I like the Seminole running through doing the Spear. Now, God forbid how long that's going to be around because we've changed commanders and we've changed, you know, other stuff. <laughs> the, the woke Cleveland crowd. Guardians. Yeah. We're the, uh, the woke crowd. So yeah. who knows what's going to happen with that. But as long as they keep doing that, I have that up there as one of my top three in the ACC. Um, I do really like, I think it's cool. I'm not going to actually add this to the list, but I like the Miami smoke. That's not my number two, but I do like that. I just like it because of kind of the history it's been going. Like it's always done. That's what they came yeah. out in the 90s and it's just consistent and goes through. Um, that's just a one worth mentioning. Um I really like the Georgia Tech Rambling Wreck thing. That's my number two. When they come out with the uh, oh yeah, the engineer, with you know, since they're an engineer school and all that stuff, and they come out with that thing. That's pretty cool. I'm not gonna say it's massively hype, but I still think that's a pretty cool entrance, and that goes as one of the better ones for me at number two. Um, number one is Virginia Tech. Um, I'm a little biased because you know our high school used to come out when I played football there. Um, I didn't do nothing great. I was just a long snapper. I want to be that clear for the, for the <laughs> listeners. Don't act like I'm, you know, run a quarterback or better linebacker or something. Yeah, but, he would have made the pros if it hadn't been for a bum knee. <laughs> Damn ACL. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't tear it. But um, anyway, I, I like that because what, what we did was you come to the smoke and enter Sandman's plan. And it's just something about that song. I know, you know, other teams use it. But um, so the Virginia Tech one, the reason I love that is because. I mean, they even have Metallica with a personal message. You know, they tell you to start jumping. And before anything really gets going, they're already ready to go. The music's playing. And they actually – I'm correct me if I'm wrong if you know this. Um, I think they do a slight walk. It's not a very far walk or anything like that into to the stadium first. 
and then they get all set up for all that stuff. Um, but I just like the way it is. You have everybody, everybody in Lane Stadium jumping around. The whole place is rocking. And then you have, obviously, Inter Sandman playing. They're singing along with it. And then here come the Hokies. Um, too bad they're, they haven't been good since Frank Beamer left, really. Um, but <laughs> accurate. Th- those are uh, those are my top three entrances. Yeah, I I have two of the three in common with you. Um, n- number three, I'm just gonna go on and admit it. I'm being a homer here. There's nothing spectacular about NC State's entrance, but being in Carter Finley, especially at a night game, hearing the the uh, wolf howl and everything, and then you know the team runs out pyro. Nothing special to someone who isn't a um, in the pack, so to speak, but. It gives gets me hype, so I'm putting NC State at number three. Number two is definitely Florida State for me. I I love the the Seminole going to midfield with the uh, the uh, spear or arrow or whatever it's called, but that that's just sick. Like yeah. I, that's another stadium I, I on my list of want to see a game is at uh, down in Tallahassee. The number one, it's unquestionably I agree with you. It's Virginia Tech. Um, I have not had the opportunity to go to Lane Stadium yet, but when you can tell it's that hype when you're sitting on your couch watching it on TV, shit's hype. Yeah. And just, you know, they, they, they've registered on the Richter scale before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's nuts. Like anybody that tries to tell me that Clemson getting on their little stupid fucking bus and riding around <laughs> from the locker room and running down a hill while rubbing a rock while Dabo runs a sprint down the midfield uh, is cooler than what they do. At Lane Stadium, sorry, paint your face, you're a fucking clown. <laughs> it's Lane Stadium, and it isn't even close. So that's number one. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I guess we're all biased. I'm not biased. I don't think Carolina's entrance is that great at all. Um, I, I like some of the other stuff we do, but I don't think that one's up there. Um, I, I don't really know of a whole – I mean, do you know of any more – any cool – entrances that you can think of in ACC? Not really. I mean, like Georgia Tech had like you yeah, said has a pretty cool one. It's really like it, the only ones that are really kind of unique that are at least memorable is, you know, it's the Hokies, it's the Seminoles, Clemson. Right. Like a lot of the other schools it's been kind of just run of the mill entrances like the Miami was cool yeah. once upon a time. Yeah. But it's kind of the same thing as Duke. If nobody's in the stands, does it really count? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, uh, maybe the the ACC doesn't have exactly the the, the best ones. Um, and maybe we just you know like we've talked about do a country and cold cans tour and mm-hmm. uh, do a tailgate tour for tailgate season and all, and we go visit some of these and really try to uh, be diverse and. Get our uh, grasp out there and find some more stadiums to go visit and see the other entrances out there. I'm with you on that because we so far this year, you know, we've we've hit the North Carolina stadiums. Like we both have been to Greenville. I've been to Raleigh. You've been to Chapel Hill. I believe right. we're both probably going to be in Chapel Hill. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Um, normally, once every other year, I make a trip out to Winston Salem. Probably won't this year, uh, but. You know, I, I do think that it, it's time that we probably expand out of the state of North Carolina for a game here and there. Um, well, we've been to um, we've been to you know we've both seen the Wallace Wade one, the one Duke one. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, I, I was I haven't yeah, seen I, the. Wade I've been one. to a lot of Wallace Wade games, and, and the best thing about it is the food on the concourse. 
Not even the football game. Huh. Maybe Most this year. Time, Maybe this year. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, they, they've been pretty good so so far. But, but yeah, so speaking of Dabo and his uh, group of Tigers, uh, you know, they beat State this past weekend, um, 30 to 20. Called it on the podcast. Yeah, I think I owe you 20 ten, bucks. Huh? Ten point game. <laughs> I said I was like, Clemson's going to win by about 10. I said it's going to be a dog fight. It's going to be close. They're going to pull away in the second half. It was a seven point game with three minutes to go in the third quarter. Clemson ended up pulling away. Uh, all you really need to know is that there were some two in the first half missed fumbles that they scored touchdowns on, but that's not why State lost. State lost because the offense could not protect the quarterback. The wide receivers just couldn't catch a cold naked in a rainstorm. And the Clemson Tigers came out and punched NC State in the mouth in the second half, and NC State didn't respond. Um, so while it would have been nice to have those point, the 14 points off the board that came from those drives where they clearly fumbled and Will Shipley even thought he fumbled because he mouthed the word, Oh damn. When he looked at the replay, it didn't get called that way. That's how the ball bounces sometimes. And Clemson is the better team with more talent. That's all it is to it, but to their stadium entrance, everybody gets so hype about that. And I saw some people on Facebook talking about, yeah, oh, this is so electric and everything. Maybe it's something cool when you're there. I've never been there. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. But I just don't see what's so cool about having to get on a bus to ride around the stadium because reality is you're in engineering school and your locker room is so damn far away you have to bust the players down for the entrance. Yeah, they uh so people on Twitter that I was arguing back and forth with a little bit, and then thanks to some of you Virginia Tech people came to my aid. So I didn't have to keep typing all day. Um, they they were saying it was designed that way on purpose, and and I was like that. If if that's the case, well then I, I just whoever designed it's a fucking idiot. Because why why would you do that? Why would you design it on purpose? But they're gonna walk all the way around. Are they? I mean, if it's that far that you can't walk and have to take a bus, I, I don't know. I don't get it. And one of these days, da- uh, you're gonna have Dabo's gonna trip down the hill. Gonna have, I mean, can't you're testing your luck so many times? Oh yeah, he's getting old, man. Like he ain't gonna <laughs> be able to run down that hill forever like that. Mm, like, it's gotta be bad for these. They really do uh, have basically a circle jerk about rubbing Howard's rock and running down the hill. But I don't know if I really like the idea of having my players run down a hill for the game because you know there had to have been at some point somebody twisted an ankle on that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, could you imagine the other game prep? We're, you're taking the field. There's no about to. You're taking the field, and oh shit, there goes DJU tumbling down the hill. I mean, I'm not wishing that on anybody. I don't want to. Uh, no, hurt. definitely not. Um, but I mean, just the threat of that doesn't seem good. I don't know the story behind it, how it's right. Do you by chance know? That? I, I don't. I need to look it up just to kind uh, of see what the deal is with that because they, you know, apparently it's a big deal to them. Uh, if we're so, bad mouth of this and it was something crazy that I yeah, uh, yeah, I digress I and I apologize if that's the case. But as of right now, I don't know what it's about. So I guess we're ignorant. I'll do, I'll on do my research. I'll, I'll look it up. <laughs> we're ignorant on Howard's problem. Yeah, but either way, end of the day, Clemson's no. stadium entrance. Their team is good. Coach is great. Stadium entrance vastly overrated. Uh, there's no doubt about that. That they uh, <laughs> they they they. they just do way too much when it comes to when it comes to that. Um, like you said, it's got to be a one. You got to be there. Um, oh yeah, because everybody 
I, I, I have to watch what I said. I wanted to say something, but I'll stop. Um, everybody, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, gets gets off on this thing. So no, they do, but. All right, so moving into our update on our ACC power rankings. You want to take it away, start at 14, go to one? Sure. All right, let's get to my little notes here. All right, so I've had a little bit of a shakeup because of certain things that have happened. And uh, so my actual worst team in the ACC, granted, your your team you like to rag on, has moved out of the cellar for me. Georgia Tech, they're not in the cellar anymore. Louisville takes that spot in the cellar. They're sitting there. They are, they are got to be the biggest disappointment this year for me. Sitting there with Malik Cunningham, quarterback, and you're 0-3 in conference play. I mean, something something has got has got to happen there. That is terrible. You, you can't do that with the quarterback of Malik Cunningham's talent level. You can't – I mean, it's got to be other things I know other than just him. But there's no there's no way to me that that, that team should be that with that quarterback. Um, and then at 13, I have UVA. They're still pretty bad. Um, they Their offensive line still needs work, and they just don't put up the points um, like they should. Um, then I have Boston College. Um, they actually, I, I feel like, are – Getting better. Who'd they beat this week? I want to say it was Louisville, wasn't it? Yeah. So there you go. That's why they're. Yeah. I mean, that's why they're also in my um, up there at twelve because they beat Louisville, who was at fourteen. Uh, then you have Georgia Tech because <laughs> they went and pulled an upset against Pitt. I don't care what you say. That is a massive upset. Nobody would have predicted that at all. Agreed. It really kind of screws up the cut. Well, not for me. But it, it throws a little craziness in the coastal. Um, me and you talked about it before. We talked about it on previous podcast that the Atlantic is by far more superior in the coastal this year. Um, and the, it, it, it just for that to happen, just, you know, to our point, we talked about anything can happen with the coastal. Anybody can win it. And that just proves that point because obviously Pitt just took a massive hit. That was a game they should have won. They should have won it easily. Um, after Georgia Tech, I have Virginia Tech. Um, they look pretty – they look okay. Um, they did beat BC earlier in the year. Um, they actually, for some reason, couldn't score on my boys, Carolina, which is wild. So, I don't know whose fault that is. If Virginia Tech's offense was that bad, maybe they heard about the hurricane coming and freaked out. I don't know, but there's not many teams that I would ever think that this Carolina defense would hold the 10 points. But hey, I'm glad it was Virginia Tech. So they they are actually number ten for me. Um, then I have uh, Pitt. Pitt took a massive hit because of their loss to um, Georgia Tech, and so they got to they got to reshuffle. Does not say they can't win the Coastal. Still plenty of games left, but they took a big hit. And then I have Miami. Um, they can they can jump on up this week as they play my boys Carolina. Um, but when you take a an ass whooping like you did from Middle Tennessee State at home <laughs> and all that stuff, I mean it's kind of hard to come back to that until um, you play somebody else worth a damn. Uh, then I got my boys Carolina, and in front of them I'm cheating a little bit. I have Duke and Carolina, but I the only reason I have Duke is just because of you know their only loss was Kansas, correct? Yeah, 
And seven so, points on the road to Kansas. Right. So that's why I have them ahead of them. But I could see them being tit for tat if Carolina's defense, like we've talked about, if their defense can do ten points or around that every time, sure they can go up there and probably win the coastal. But this, I'm not ready to crown them the coastal champs after one week. Um, so Duke, they just look good. Defense good. They put a whooping on the Cavaliers. Yeah, they did. Um, I would actually. Uh, me and Chris Lyons were talking about it, and I told him, I said, I said I'm throwing – I said, I'm going to give you the bet to place. I said, give me two by two. I know it's a weird line. It should be more than that. And he put 100 on it, and damn, I wish I had put my entire life savings on that because that wasn't even close. No, it was. It was, a, it was over – It was right over early. I yeah. mean, like first quarter. Oh, yeah. Um, then I had – then I have Florida State. So, basically – after Duke, Carolina, it's all Atlantic for the rest of the top five. That's all we got. Um, so we got Florida State. Uh, they they've they, they've looked good all year. I mean, they can't. I can't have them really jumping around. They're kind of staying steady where they're at. They haven't mm-hmm. done anything to hurt themselves. Um, Syracuse moved up a little bit more because they're just still undefeated and um, doing what they need to do to win and to possibly. Do they have to play Clemson? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in the division plays each so, other. So, what happens if that turns into it? I mean, all they got to do is go beat Clemson, and you're sitting in the driver's seat in the entire Atlanta division. Well, they got to beat y'all again, but yeah. But um, see, they play us at home. Ah, uh, okay. At, at like, Raleigh or in Syracuse? No, in Syracuse. Oh, uh, mm. yeah. So, so I mean, watch out for that dark horse. <laughs> really, though, <laughs> that would be nobody would predict it. That no, uh, if you picked an orange not. team to win the Atlantic and it comes from Syracuse, New York. Yeah, it's, uh, people would just think you had, had uh, just lost your mind at that point. Yeah, um, Wake Forest is number three. Still, uh, I just love Sam Hartman running that offense. I think they're good enough. Um, they, they kind of. Who they play this week? Uh, Do you remember? This past yes. week, they played Florida State. And they lost. They they beat Florida State. Oh, well, that's why they're ahead of them. I knew there yeah. was a reason. Sorry. Uh, these natty lights are yeah. to me over here. Um, then I have your boys. They You lost to a better team. I know you hurt yourself. You did. You lost that game. I'm not saying that it was – I think Clemson beat you. Oh, yeah. But I don't think that – should have been a 10-point game. I think State had plenty of opportunities to win that ball game. There's no doubt in my mind they could have walked away with Just that W. Offense couldn't get it done. Right. And that's so that goes back to what we've you know, we've talked about a little bit on this show. What are you going to get with them? You know what you're getting on the other side of the ball. And it, it's kind of that's gonna you didn't you knew that was gonna be your weaker part of that team compared to the defense, and it just it's gotta get going, or mm-hmm. else it could, you know, you could have some issues there. Um, but State's still number two. Um, they had because you had a good loss. You lost to Clemson at Clemson, and obviously, big dog Clemson because to beat the man, you got to beat the man, and nobody's beat the man. So that's why they're uh, number one, and that is my ACC power. So mine are, is actually not too different from yours. Uh, starting at fourteen, I also have the Louisville Cardinals. No explanation for why that team. With the talent they brought in the portal and Malik Cunningham at quarterback, that they are zero three to start conference play. But the Cardinals and Scott Satterfield, guess he doesn't care too much about his job because they said he's playing, he's coaching for his job this year, so he must out and want out of the state of Kentucky. Um, 
Number 13, I have UVA. They looked pitiful against Duke. I think Duke's pretty good this year, but I don't think Duke's that good for them to just hammer uh, the Cavs the way they did. Number 12, Virginia Tech, man. Like, what the hell? Like, they have some weeks where they look solid, and sometimes they'll have halves where they look solid, and then they, they'll just look terrible. And if you can't – I'm not ready to say it was Carolina's defense that held them to 10 points. Right. I've seen too much out of Carolina's defense this year to point to the contrary. Right. If, if you can't score on that defense, you can't score at all. Grant Wells just ain't, ain't it for the offense. And I, I do like Brent Pry. I think he's going to get them back to being respectable uh, in short order. But you can tell he's playing with Justin Fuentes recruits. Um, number 11, I have Boston College. Um, what do I do with Boston College? I don't know. One week, they, <laughs> they're, they're so up and down. But so far the, over on the year, Zay Flowers and, and uh, Jakovic have not been very impressive. Uh, number 10, Georgia Tech. Um, you know, like as you mentioned, they beat Pitt. No one's had that one on their scorecard for the weekend. Um, number nine, Miami. Um, it's a lot of talent, but they've dropped two straight now. One's excusable. The other is not. Um, I'm not ready to drop them to the cellar yet, but God knows they're digging their way down there. Um, yeah. The Hurricanes better better shape up or they're going to be down there with Louisville and UVA before you know it. Um, TVD has had an awful, awful season. That's what I want to talk to you about. You know, we talked about them at the yeah. beginning of the year of the year as like those two hit with him at the helm. Yeah. He should be able to run this coastal thing. And he has been a complete letdown. Yeah. Yep. He's not done anything. Oh yeah. He's been bad. Armstrong's been bad. Leary's been mediocre. Right. Uh, DJU has been pretty good. Yeah. And Jordan Travis has been pretty good. Hartman right. is what everybody said he was. Right. Um, and so, I mean, one of these weeks we need to do a, an updated quarterback power rankings because yeah, it'll be very, Gary Schrader. God knows I owe that guy an apology. Yeah, you might want to send him a letter. because Seriously. <laughs> I was not buying what he was selling last year, but God knows he, he's made some strides this season. Uh, number eight, Pitt. I still think Pitt's a solid team, but, dude, you lost to Georgia Tech last week. Um, I, I really thought they were the clear-cut favorite for the Coastal, but that has me rethinking that now. Um, they do have some injuries, but still, you got to play the game that's in front of you. Number seven, Carolina. Uh, Drake May is a hell of a quarterback. Offense is really good. Got good skill players. Um, you know, that last week against Georgia, Virginia Tech does not change my opinion on the defense yet. I need a bigger right. sample size than one game against a depleted, hapless Hokies. Uh, number six, the Blue Devils. Um, they've been a big surprise team, as we've said multiple weeks here. Only loss is on the road to a, a ranked Kansas team. Well, they weren't ranked at the time they are now. Um, a ranked undefeated Kansas team now. Um, Dukes looked at like a very different ball team than they have uh, the previous three years under the uh, tail end of the Cutcliffe era. Uh, I think that the Coastal, you know, is going to come, probably will come down to Duke and Carolina. Yeah, that's an, uh, funny to say. What is, that's not this weekend coming up. It's October weekend. 15th. Um, Prime at time. 8 p.m., yeah. Yeah, that's weird. When do you ever think that was going to happen on a Saturday night? Seriously, though. <laughs> um, then, again, five through one, all Atlantic, all the time. Number five, Florida State, good team. Lost to Wake Forest. I mean, Wake Forest is probably better than them right now, but still FSU is no joke. State's got them at home this weekend. Number four, Syracuse. Um, no one had this one to start the year. Uh, Sean Tucker, we knew what he was. Gary Schrader has just been balling. Um, hats off to Dino Babers. It's safe to say he's bought more time for his yep. 
uh, uh, tenure in Syracuse. Number three, I actually have NC State. Um, it was tough between this them and Clemson or them and Wake Forest. I mean, on who is the second best team in the league right now? I think it goes tit for tat with the two because we're the inverse of each other. We have an elite defense or a minimum a very good defense. They have a very very good offense. Um, we sometimes struggle to score points. They sometimes struggle struggle to stop people from scoring points. Um, so I got State at third, Wake Forest at second. Sam Hartman's been good since his return. Dave Clawson is pound for pound the best coach in the country when in terms of dealing with the talent and the um, resources deficiency that he has relative to other schools. Dave Clawson is a fantastic coach. I'll be a happy guy when one day when some other school will finally poach him away <laughs> from Winston-Salem. Um, and then number one, you know, like you said, let the big dog eat. And that's what DJU and Dabo did on on Saturday by taking care of business at home in a top 10 matchup. You know, you got to give Clemson their due. Clemson, I ain't going to say they're back to the level that they were with Watson and Lawrence, but Clemson is a playoff contender mainly because I don't think they can win a national title this year, but they are a playoff contender because the defense is good, but the offense is good enough. And then their big toughest stretch of the season is over. They played Wake Forest and NC State in back-to-back weeks and, and handled both um, and got out of there 2-0. and So it's the clearest path, in my view, right now for a team to go to the CFP. I think the teams in front of them have a harder path to get there. So right. Clemson, you know, Tigers are number one. Shocker. <laughs> but that's my ACC weekly power rankings. Um, but, yeah, like you said, the Coastal, Never would have dreamed preseason that is Duke and Carolina. Yep. Right this second, right this second, as we sit here on this day, October 5th, it is shaping up to be Duke Carolina. Yep. All right. So let's move into podcast, uh, the weekly pick them for the tailgate season podcast available on Spotify and Apple podcast. Let's kick things off with the red river shootout. The Texas Longhorns, six-and-a-half-point favorite against Oklahoma. As you know, they play in Dallas on a neutral field at the Cotton Bowl. Equal allotments of tickets for each fan base. This is always a fun game to watch. Oklahoma is on a four-game winning streak in this series, but they're on a two-game losing streak right now. Texas, not back, but better, I think. I don't know. Who knows with Texas? But as I say, horns down always. Jordan, who you got for – uh, for UT versus OU, Red River shootout. Mm. So <laughs> I'm a little hesitant about making this pick just because, you know, Oklahoma's too good of a team to be to lose three straight. Yeah. Um, Texas getting their strong quarterback back, though. Um, that makes a difference. Uh, but, but that the Brent Minables has got to fix that defense because mm-hmm. he is, he's allowing too much. And just solely on that alone, I'm going to go with the Longhorns. Give me Hook'em. Uh, I think they even cover. If it's six and a half, I touchdown. Give it Hook'em. Um, so I'm going to take that and take that spread. I can't remember the last time the Oklahoma Sooners lost three straight, and it ain't happening this time. Mm. Nobody is like, go to hell, Texas. Horns down always. Give me the Boomer Sooner all weekend long. They're going to win it outright and obviously cover. Uh, so give me the Sooners. I like that. I don't like agreeing with you all the time. <laughs> all right, next up, switch over to the SEC. Number eight, Tennessee, three-point favorite on the road in 
uh, the real Death Valley, if you ask me, <laughs> the number 25 LSU Tigers. All right, who you got? Um, this one actually was an easy, uh, easier game for me to pick. I know it's going to Death Valley. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Give me uh, Tennessee by three all day long. That offense is doing what it needs to do. Um, but I just think they're overall better team anyway. So just give me Tennessee by three. Yeah, um, not sold on Mr. Authentic down there with his family in Baton Rouge. Um, I'm a big believer in Hendon Hooker. I think he's right now the best quarterback in the country. They're going to be singing Rocky Top down uh, in Baton Rouge this weekend. Give me Tennessee, and they cover. All right, back to the Big 12. Number seven, TCU. Big surprise team. Nobody had number 17 uh, currently right now. Nobody had them playing this well. Six-point favorite on the road at another big surprise team, number 19, Kansas. Um, This is an interesting game. Not one that we probably thought we preseason would have ever had on the docket for us to talk. But no. Horned Frogs or Jayhawks? It's, you know, so – TCU gave Oklahoma an ass whooping last week. I mean, just absolute ass whooping. And I think they're coming off of that. I'm still not – I'm drinking the Kansas Kool-Aid. I really am. I, I do – I love the Jayhawks. And, and I think they're just, you know, one of them sneaky teams that's doing what they need to do. They just win it. Um, and they're at home. And – I I'm I'm gonna I'll do it I'll do it I'm going with Kansas to win this ball game. I think Kansas wins, which obviously means they cover. Rock chalk, baby, let's get it. Go Kansas. Yeah, uh, I'm not betting against the Jayhawks in this one. I've been impressed by TCU, but Kansas seems like a just they're, they're a team on a heater right now, and I'm I'm believing in what uh, Leipold has done in Lawrence. Give me the Jayhawks. Jayhawks win straight up. Um, rock chalk, as you say. Isn't, right, it, so. uh, isn't it fun for these basketball schools to become good at football, too? <laughs> you know, isn't it? Isn't it yeah, Kentucky, um, uh, uh, Kansas. Carolina, Duke. Yeah. Uh, we're all sitting here pretty good this year on, for this football season. It's just fun when you can actually enjoy both sports. I mean, shooting the last 10 years, you could probably throw Florida State into that mix. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if Virginia was worth a damn this year, you could start throwing them in there. Yeah, but nevertheless, they suck balls. <laughs> um, all right, UNC at Miami. Uh, Miami's a four-point home favorite. Um, Jordan, what you got on this? I'm dropping the U. No U. I hate the U. Um, I think – I think Carolina's figured something out. I, I'm with you about the sample size because I know how I know exactly what you're saying, and I agree with it. I just think I never thought after the way it started that I'd see a team at ten points. Uh, the way they were playing earlier, uh, maybe something started to click, or maybe just like you said, you just Tech's offense is that bad. Um, I know Carolina's offense can score. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Um, and TVD has not been the same TVD we expected. Um, so for that, come down to quarterback play. Um, I'm going to go with Carolina to outright win. All right, it's one for UNC. If we're being honest here, 
um, through the first five weeks of the season, Carolina's QB play has been far superior to Miami's. Miami lost to Texas A&M on the road. They lost to Middle Tennessee State. You know, I'm surprised, honestly, at the line right now. Um, I I would have thought it would have been more of a pick or a Carolina slight uh, road favorite. Yeah. Drake May is has been playing much better, like I said, than TVD. That being said, this is uh, the coming out party for Tyler uh, Van Dyke. It's time for the U to actually be back for a week. They're at home. They're the favorite. It's all about the U. Take down the heels. <laughs> Give me Miami. They're not losing three straight. Tyler Van Dyke, 300 yards and three touchdowns. Mark it down this weekend. Mm. It's all about the U. Mm. Damn, our pickums this week have been me and you going against each other a lot. We'll, we'll make some noise of the record overall. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's see here. Uh, Florida State at number 14, NC State. State, uh, NC State is a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. Um, it's a night game. I believe it's at 8 p.m. this weekend. Uh, Carter Finley is, is normally jazzed up at night when you get all those rednecks getting liquored up in the cow pastures, as the Carolina fans like to say. Carolina Shriders. <laughs> so, um, Knowles versus Pack, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the pack to win. I don't think they cover. Them. I think you know that little four the hook. I think it's a field goal game, um, and it comes down to your field goal kicker. And you know, I think maybe you don't have your same luck that you usually have with kickers, and he wins the ball game for you. Um, I think that's gonna be a close ball game. I think it's gonna be a fun ball game to be at. Um, obviously, you know that atmosphere is a little different in a night game in Carter Finley. Um, it's always for some reason y'all have. Florida State's number usually you know, just have it, um, and so that's why I think you win. But by by four, or you have to win by four. I don't know about all that. Just to be safe, I'm gonna take the points with Florida State. But I think that y'all end up winning. Um, Jordan Travis has been good, and I think you know they just lost, so maybe that fires them up a little bit. Um, the only way I could see I could see it as an upset alert as you know something to happen there just because you expended so much energy, obviously, and so much emotion last week, and now you're coming off kind of having a hangover um, game. I could see that happening. I don't think it will happen, but if it does happen, I'm not going to be surprised. Um, so give me the pack, but uh, but FSU cover. It's going to be a close game. I think I think it's going to be a very good game. Um, like you said, both are coming off losses, uh, but yeah. States was under more of a spotlight last week, last week for obvious reasons. Um, NC State, though, has, I believe, the fifth longest home winning streak in the country. We've won, I believe, 13 straight so far at, uh, at Carter Finley. It's going to be 14 straight after this weekend. I think NC State wins by about a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So I think they cover. So give me, as Dave Portnoy would say, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Pack wins and covers. All right. Last game of the week. Uh <laughs> the Duke Blue Devils. Uh, I've been betting against them all year long. To do it again. <laughs> the Duke Blue Devils are a three and a half point road favorite going down to that piece of shit they call stadium, Bobby yeah. Dodd in Atlanta. Even their fans hate that decrepit old building. Um who you got? Blue Devils versus the Yellow Jackets. Don't overthink this. Give the 
uh, Blue Devils to cover. It's not even worth talking about, really. Um, it's <laughs> I know they just beat Pitt, Georgia Tech, but I don't care because, I mean, I would love, just from a selfish standpoint as a Carolina fan, I would love to watch Georgia Tech do this and call it all sorts of craziness and give Carolina basically the – here you go. If you don't fuck it up, to go on the coastal, and this would be a big help because you beat them, you beat Duke, and whammo, you're in. Um, well, you got to play Pitt, Miami, but you know you'd be leading the way. Uh, I I think Duke wins. I think Duke covers. I really don't think it's going to be a close ball game at all. Georgia Tech's coming off that win, but you know what? You can take that in 25 cents and buy a Mountain Dew at almost any gas station. It's going to be the Duke Blue Devils. I'm even wearing a Duke shirt tonight uh, right basketball, now. Basketball, though. It is a basketball shirt. In typical Duke fan fashion, they don't, want, they don't want football attire in Durham. So it's going to be the Blue Devils. Hammer the Blue Devils to win straight up. Hammer the Blue, Blue Devils to cover. Georgia Tech sucks. Jeff Collins is going to be fired before the season ends. Hammer the Blue Devils all the way. Give me the Blue Devils. Go Duke. We did pick quite a few different this week than what we usually do. Yes, so we this did. Will, this will be fun to see. <laughs> um, I, I, you don't, by chance, have the record, do you? I can't not yet, it. not yet. I got all the screenshots on my phone from each week. Right. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna add those up this weekend, okay. and so we can, and I'll update you, and then I'll put it out on Twitter. That way, we know what our records are uh, through the because this weekend is the midway point in the season. Okay, so uh, I'll have our mid mid season. Um, review next okay. week. Uh, so I know you know me and talked about. You know, I told I texted you earlier in the week and told you I had a, a nice good story to tell you about a good gambling story. Um, this week. So you cool with me talking about it now? Go ahead. Yeah, go for let it. our listeners. Get I've been it. I've been wanting to know what this was since you texted me, but you said you wanted my live reaction. I do. I want your live reaction on the podcast. I want you to. So just, I wish we could have the viewers to see your face and react. <laughs> uh, so we go, you know, I gamble heavily all week, usually, especially on football. Now that that's over with and playoff baseball is coming. So I'll be on that. But so I'm down a good, good bit going into Saturday because my picks, most of them, I do a parlay. I, I just I like to do it. I like if I'm going to trust my picks, I like them all. So I want to throw them all in so they all hit. Um, so what I did is I lost a good amount of parlays, had some bad beats. Then we get to Saturday night, I um I lose some more. Next thing you know, I'm down three hundred dollars going into Saturday night, the state game and all that <laughs> stuff. So I'm sitting there. And I have a parlay to cover all that state game. All state had to do was cover. So of course, they didn't. <laughs> um, the boys let me down again. I told so you, then, don't, bet on, don't bet on them on the road. Then as I'm drinking, you know, some Natty Light some uh, and, do, and doing some Zins, uh, I'm sitting there and me and my buddy Taylor Archer, who we'll have on the uh, – We'll have as a guest picker, I'm sure, and Chris uh, Chris Lyons wasn't there. I don't know why I missed him. And several others at his house. Um, and my brother's sitting there, and we're watching the Mizzou-Georgia game. Well, Taylor looks at me, and he says, he said, the line is plus money. Georgia's, I mean, Missouri's up 10 in the fourth quarter. I said, fuck it. I said, fuck it. Let's throw 100 on it. They're plus money. They got this. 
And you would they cut the dogs off as soon as that happened. So Georgia storms all the way back, takes my money. Now I'm oh, down four hundred dollars headed into Sunday football. I'm like, you know what? I got to get some stuff back. So I put in a, a hail mary parlay for um, for uh, the one o'clock games, four o'clock games, all the games. I did that drunk Saturday night, <laughs> just just thanking my choices. Because <laughs> you know you always make your best decisions when you're drunk. Right, absolutely. Who doesn't? Um, <laughs> so then I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, cool. Get to the first nine thirty game. Excellent, winning. Next game, winning. Goes to the Lions. They don't show up against Seattle, so lose that. And I'm like, dude, you're down four hundred and thirty dollars. And I made the mistake Saturday night of when I was drunk. I said, um, I said, damn it, guys, I'm down. Uh, $400 and Selena looks at me and she's like you're down what and I was like oh my god so I'm sitting there and I'm like don't worry baby we're gonna win this back don't worry <laughs> so uh so I feel a hot streak coming <laughs> after the one part you're like shit dude I'm not I, there's no way I feel that until I lost $430 so I'm like we gotta hit it we gotta do the big Hail Mary I was like alright so I put a $50 parlay in I do all the four o'clocks. They all hit. And it comes down to Chiefs money line. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, dude, $50 with me, 544. I said, this is it. This is it. But you don't bet against the GOAT, right? You don't bet against Brady. And I was like, what do you do? Mahomes is six, six and oh, as an underdog. I said, I'm going Mahomes. So it all worked out. I ended up actually profiting on the week five hundred and forty-four dollars. What in the world for the for the for the parlay, man? And I like run around the house, man. I'm having a <laughs> massive time after the I've never been the biggest Chief fan in my life because I was sitting there like, honey, Selena, you're gonna have to pay the house payment. You're gonna have to, gonna have to pay the bills this month. I gambled away all of our money for the bills. I, I was like, I'm gonna get it back, though. I promise. And damn, if I didn't. So the last thing she asked for, babe, did you profit? Yes, I did, honey. Don't you worry about it. Yes, I did. <laughs> man, I, I can't keep doing that, Logan. I lost some years out of my life on what I was down, man. Wait, you know stuff. who you really have to thank for winning that parlay on that last uh, game, right? Who? Giselle. Oh, yeah. The old man's going through a divorce. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Giselle. If you're listening, I appreciate that. Because you saved my life, but when I saw Mahomes was six and zero or five and zero as a dog, I was like, "Yeah, he's an underdog." I said, "I'll take my chances with that." And then that first play, they you know on the kickoff they fumble and Chiefs get the ball, <laughs> and I was like, "Maybe this is a good sign." But I never felt comfortable till that clock hit zero because of who was number twelve uh-huh. was back there. I said, "I don't ever feel good about it." But thank <laughs> God that happened, so now I can continue gambling. Otherwise, I'd have to shut down my account. <laughs> that's a that's in a hell of a story. I'm down four hundred bucks going wild. into the last day of the weekend. But you know that, what? I, I was on a heater. I rode one. So think about it, Logan. I would have been out if I was down four thirty. I'd have been down four eighty, close to five hundred dollars if I lose that far away and just nothing to show for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be terrible. <laughs> Oh Lord, have mercy! See, I I was at I was in Virginia last weekend, yeah, and I very came very close to downloading the Barstool Sportsbook app, yeah, 
Cause like, you know, it's legal in Virginia. Right. And I was like, I was like, but then I, I realized that, you know, I'd been drinking a little bit and I was like, <laughs> I better not. Cause I was like, I might gamble away an entire paycheck. Cause I, I like, I just haven't done a ton of sports gambling. I was like, I might gamble away an entire paycheck down here at the Bay. <laughs> just cause I have the availability on my phone. I was like, I, I'll save this one for another time. So it's going to be, it's just, I, I don't know. It gets, if I'm going to gamble on something like, you know, my brother will do roulette. I like to play slots. It's completely chance. Um, but the, but my favorite is sports. As much as yeah. we watch sports, I mean, I feel like I know something. I can control something. But then you always have those games that are just, you have yeah. a bad beat or something and crazy it, happens. It gives you a vested interest in a game that otherwise you wouldn't give two flying craps about. I could really give a shit about the NFL if I'm not gambling on it other than my Colts. I mean, other than that, yeah. I, uh, fantasy football. Which, yeah. by the way, you just dominate our league over there. My team right? is a wagon right now. Yeah, my team. You beat me. A fucking wagon. I'm fucking terrible. I have a terrible team. I'm um, the only undefeated team left in the league right now. Well, it don't mean a thing until you get that. No, right. definitely not. I, Jordan, I've played in two different leagues for almost a decade and never won a championship. <laughs> I have come in second place so many times. The old first loser. Yeah. <laughs> Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Hey, so, you know, we, we're trying to figure out, you know, you're a groomsman of my wedding. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do for bachelor party. I I would love to do Vegas in the first week of March Madness. Oh, yeah. Like, how, how awesome would that be? And we could do our, our college podcast there. Oh, yeah. That, 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 cool. would, be, that would be cool. Um, uh, listeners, if you got any suggestions of where to go for a bachelor party, please give us. Uh, you know, comment on there when you can on Spotify, and let us let us get some good stuff in there. Because if, and if if we go to one of your places that you mentioned, we'll sure to give you a shout out. You know, maybe we'll get you some some cool stuff with it also. But uh, do that because I'm still trying to struggle where I'm going to go on my bachelor party. Yeah, give some recommendations, like you said, for the bachelor party. Tell us what you think about the ACC entrances and whether or not you think Clemson's is awesome, overrated, or just awful. Um, give us just, you know, your thoughts on the games this week, go to Spotify, click the description, click that link up to one minute voicemail, or alternatively, you can tweet at us for me it's at cold can sports or at cold cans country for Jordan at cold cans, pick them. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And, um, you know, Jordan dropped her, uh, firecracker and mixed amongst uh, the Clemson fans the other day. And just, <laughs> just cause some people like to sit back and watch the world burn. <laughs> that's, that's, that's me, baby. I love the cause. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Make sure to give us five stars and a great review. Uh, check out the website, coldcansnetwork.com. We have blog content. Andy has been on a tear writing articles and you ought to check out the one he wrote there. He targeted everybody who loves pumpkin spiced, everything flannel and pumpkins, <laughs> pumpkin picking. He gives you five reasons why the fall sucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's a it's a funny, funny article that he wrote. Uh, check that out, cocansnetwork.com. Got the shop as well. Like I said, five stars, great review, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. For this episode of Tailgate Season, presented by the Cold Cans Network, where it's always a bad day to be a beer. I'm Logan, sitting here with Jordan. We'll see you next time.